I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast. We're certified high women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. Erica! What's poppin'? What's happening? What's new? How you feeling? Girl. Oh. So, I'm feeling good. You know why? Why? They say when somebody gets, like, their hair cut, yeah. like a new woman. Yeah. Y'all. She cut, you did cut some inches. First of all, first off, I'm so disappointed in myself because I usually wear some good bundles, okay, in my hair. Mm-hmm. And just, like, wash it and take it out. But I never really, like, took care of, like, trimming it and things like that. So I recently got my hair did. And I was kind of, like, intimidated and kind of scared because I don't really like people touching my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but this lady did a really good job. She cut me a little cute bob. I had to cut, like, five inches, y'all. Like, you did. Cut. it was you damaged. Said, I saw your picture. I was like, woo. But she cut it, and I just feel like you cutting the dead weight. You just, you moving on. You just cutting your dead weight off, and you just cute. So, you I can't see it because I got it wrapped. But. I saw it on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm feeling good. What about That's you? Good. I'm feeling good. Um, me and my homeboy, we had um, dinner the other day. Um, and he's one of my best friends. He's been one of my best friends since UTA. And we actually had, like, a really, really good, like, heart-to-heart like just about life and like we we talk about like a, a, a variety of subjects and different things like that and we have heart to hearts every once in a while but like this heart to heart was like on a deeper level like it really just like have you ever had a conversation with somebody and it just made you feel better or lighter yeah that's how it made me feel it was just like wow and it just made me realize that I really have to be more intentional about spending quality time with my friends one-on-one and then spending time with them just more in general because, believe it or not, I really am a homebody. Like, I'm perfectly happy to sit on my couch and watch TV, drink wine, eat popcorn, and take a nap. <laughs> like, sometimes I really have to make myself go out and do things or to hang out with people, specifically because I grew up as an only child, so I'm kind of used to being by myself. But, like, no, me and my homeboy, like, I hadn't seen him, like, in a while. And so he came through, and we do what we always do. We go eat because I'm always hungry. And we just kicked it and laughed and had a good time. Well, can we shout him out? Sheldon, what's up? Shout out to Sheldon. Because he does listen. He told me um, that he listens. I said, you do, friend? He was like, yeah, I be listening sometimes. He told us that he is holding us to our promise that we made that we was going to really be out here in these streets trying to have a good time and not be born and that he was coming too (laughs) (laughs) but we've been out in these streets for real but i don't know about meeting nobody but we've been out in these streets we have we really about to be out in these streets this summer yes listen so let's get into our first segment for dating and relationships Uh oh. this has been on my spurt not your spurt what is your spurt (laughs) with a u my spirit okay (laughs) so um so the topic is embracing your singleness okay Okay? all my single ladies all my single ladies (laughs) so in your single season shelby what is one thing that you do to like enjoy your single season enjoy yourself enjoy being single what's something that you do first and foremost before i answer that question i feel like people make it seem like if you're single something's wrong with you or that there's a curse and there's nothing wrong with that wrong with me okay but i think for me the way that i enjoy my single season is i go out and i live my life 
I feel like so yes. many times, like, people wait for, like, a man or a woman to do things. Like, wait for a man or a woman to travel, to get a new car, to get a new place, to get a hairstyle, to do this with their family. Listen, <laughs> if you know me, you know I will leave your ass. Yeah. I will. But I think for me, I enjoy my single season by living. Like, I will book, like, I just go out and enjoy my life. Like, if I want to go out and do something fun, I'm going to go out and do something fun. If I want to go to a beach in Mexico, I'm going to find some friends to go. I'm going to book the trip, and I'm going to go live my life. If I want to get a new car, I'm going to save up and get a new car. I think we really, especially as single women, we have to stop putting, like, placements on when we're going to be happy. Like, when I get in a relationship, I can go on a trip. When I get in a relationship, I can wear my hair like this. When I get in a relationship, I can do this. You can do all of that by yourself right, right now. now. And maybe <laughs> you're supposed to do it by yourself right now because we forget that, yeah, it's all good and Danny to be in a relationship, but sometimes when you get in a relationship, like, you have to, like, take into effect that you have to take another person into account in every single thing that you do. Like, it's just not about you anymore. Especially at the point that we are in our lives when you're dating somebody and it gets a little bit more serious. Like, you really ready to get to the money. You know what I mean? Yes. So, for me, I just, I'm really enjoying my single season and my independent season because I feel like whenever I do get in a relationship, it's going to turn my whole world upside down. Just because I've been single and independent for a while, that my dude probably gonna be like, "What are you doing, like Shelby? You got a whole man. What what are you doing? You can't just be out here. Just, I forgot. You can't just be out here just wilding out like your ass is single anymore. Like you, we together. What are you doing? No, but for real, I think that's something when I get in a relationship that I'm really gonna struggle with. Like begin not forgetting that I got a nigga, but having single tendencies because I've been single so long. Yes. But I think for me, I just be out here living my life while now asking Eric. I ask Eric, I be really making plans for us to do shit. She does all mm. the time. But you know what? I will say this. I appreciate that. Like, I always pick on her about it. But, no, in, in all seriousness, I do. Because me and Shelby have been friends just for a couple of years. But before that, I have been in a long-term relationship. And it's like me and her became friends. And I became friends with some other people at the same time that – I needed these friendships because I had been dealing with something so bad. And so the fact that I feel like the friendship had came at a time where I started to have to embrace my singleness and embracing your singleness is not a bad thing. Yeah. And I think people think you're single, you're lonely, but guess what? You could be lonely in a relationship. You can be lonely in a marriage. Listen. So if you're lonely by yourself, I mean, we all get those moments, but it's like, if you just feel like, Oh, I'm just so lonely all the time. You're still going to probably feel those feelings with somebody. Adding somebody to that loneliness is not going to make you feel less lonely. Yeah. So I just think that, like you say, you just have to live your life. Because guess what? Erica's still hitting these streets. She's doing what she want to do. She's traveling. She's going where she want to go. She's moving where she want to move. She's driving where she want to drive. She's working where she want to work. Let her go. So it's like you you have, these are like the most important things years your single season yeah. are the most important years because this develops who you are for your purpose partner yeah so work on you know work out work on your body get fine like do your hair do something do Listen. something in the meantime yeah to really be the best version of yourself because yeah. if you really are that type of person that wants to meet your purpose partner focus on yourself and focus on making yourself better yeah. i am not one of these chicks 
that can get a, a dude after a dude <laughs> after a dude like after that. a dude after a dude. Now, mind you, they be hollering at us, but we don't take the bait every single time. What I'm saying is, like, we are two women that are looking for something substantial, not something that, like, oh, I can get this dude, I can get this dude. Because getting the attention ain't the problem. No. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it. Yeah. I enjoy being single right now, like you said, I enjoy sitting on my couch Listen. eating my jalapeno kettle chips. And I be Snapchatting um, Erica like, you watching Housewives, girl? <laughs> watching reality TV. Like, I'm so content in that area of my life right now. So yeah. if somebody comes along, you're going to have to Listen. not interrupt my peace in that way. Listen. If I feel like, oh, I, I was enjoying my singleness and then someone comes along and they're just trying to like, yeah. it's worse than me when I was single. Yeah. Then it, What's it ain't the worth point? it. Yeah. You know what, just to piggyback off what you're saying, like, being single for me in this season has really been what I needed. Because, for instance, like, in undergrad, like, I used to always, like, talk to somebody or date somebody or just, you know, kind of have somebody. And I kind of had this really bad experience that we will not talk about. But (laughs) I had a really bad experience in when I was in, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, when I was in grad school, so I was in grad school for, what, two and a half years? I didn't date not one person. I didn't entertain not one person because I wasn't mentally and emotionally ready to. So probably about like, what, a year ago? I told Erica, I was telling my friends, I was like, you know what? I'm finally open to the idea of dating. I said all that to say that, like, in that single season, like, in this season of my life and being single, like, I really had to, like, rebuild my confidence. I really had to rebuild who I was and who I wanted to be and to figure out, like, what I needed to do for myself as a person. Not what Shelby needed to do to get this guy or not who Shelby needed to be to pull this guy, but who Shelby needs to be to be happy, who Shelby needs to be to thrive and to excel in her career. And I, like, it was one of the best things I could have ever done because, like, people really be sliding in my DMs like, oh, you look really good or, oh, you just all this extra stuff. But it's because, like, for the first, for first time in a while like I'm just happy for no reason and it's not because of a dude it's not because of anybody else but me and I think that like people underestimate like how powerful your single season is because I feel like if you're that like what you said if you're the happiest version of yourself and you're the best version of yourself you're gonna attract the best version of a dude a whole dude because I feel like sometimes when you just be trying to get dudes and stuff like that you're only, it's only like half of you. It's a piece of you. Like you're not a whole person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a while ago I was just like a piece of a person. I wasn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't whole. Like I just wasn't like happy and it's, it had everything to do with me. Like there are some things that I had to get really honest about. And when I started, when I took the time for myself, but when I came around to the idea of talking to somebody or dating somebody, like I had, I have like very clear standards now. Like, there are some things you're going to have to do or you're going to have to hit the door, period. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that, like, we forget that our single season is really to build ourselves up. Because when you meet your purpose mate, let's say, hypothetically, like, the next person you meet is your purpose mate. You ain't going to be single till you die. Yeah. That's a long time looking at him. <laughs> being mad at him him getting on your nerves him getting on your nerves <laughs> then you add kids then you add other family members like you're never gonna be alone again yeah. so I'm really taking this season to just live my life because when I get my purpose made I'm gonna have to take into account what he's doing what he wants to do where he wants to live 
Yeah. How many kids he want to have? If it's over two, it ain't happening. Bird. How many kids he wants to have? <laughs> um, you know, what he likes. What he likes to do. You know what I mean? Like, all this other stuff. And I think sometimes we forget that, like, it's a whole nother can of worms when you get in a relationship. It is. At least when you're single, I can call Erica up tomorrow and be like, Erica, let's go do this. Or Erica next month, let's go to Atlanta. Like, yeah. and she can go. She ain't got to check in with nobody. <laughs> she ain't got to ask nobody. She ain't got to get no babysitter. She ain't got to see what her dude doing. Like, yes. we can just pop up and go. That's why you should embrace it and not waste it. Because... Okay, in our single season, of course, like I said earlier, we do have our lonely moments. Yeah. But in our single season, I just know some people, I'm not going to call y'all out, but it's like you're exuding that loneliness and you're exuding that desperation. And so that's what you're going to attract. And you're going to give the attention to the first dude that shows you a little bit of attention because you're lonely in that moment. Yeah. So it's like, of course... If you were focusing on being lonely, then that's all you're going to think about all the time. Yeah. So don't waste this time where you have to work on yourself yeah. and to do things that you've always wanted to do. Just because you want to go see the movie and you don't have nobody to go see with, go, go take yourself. yourself. Listen, I went to. And it's cheaper anyway. It is. And, <laughs> like, if you want to go eat some papados, go eat papados by Listen. yourself. Invite a friend. Whatever you want to do, don't. Like you said earlier, don't wait on a specific person to travel and do yeah. all of these things. Me and Eric be eating all the time. Man, I'm not about to wait on nobody, <laughs> okay? So I just I just want us as women, our yeah. single ladies, to really embrace that singleness. And it took me a while to embrace singleness after not being single for so long. Because honestly, yeah. I didn't think I'd be single right now. But I am. And so I just had to tell myself, look, you're not about to be that bitter Black girl. Please don't. You're not about to be diving mad black woman. Your situation was what it was. And this is your single season. So just be grateful that you're still able to move on. And you're still able to travel. You're still able to do things that you haven't done. Go to concerts you ain't seen. Go to different places. Like, be grateful for that. Because like you said, when I do have my husband and then children and all that getting on my nerves, I can't. I'd be like, dang. Remember when I was at the Millennium Tour just right. single? <laughs> like, now I got to bring little Tink Tink. <laughs> Not Tink Tink. I got to find somebody to keep her. So just like piggybacking off of that. So when you do feel lonely, like, are there certain things that you do to, like, get your mind off of being lonely or to, like, stop from being lonely? Um, My lonely, my lonely times come in, like, spurts. Yeah, because sometimes too. I get this attitude where, like I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want nobody bothering me. Yeah, at all. Like I'd rather be on my couch by myself watching TV. But when the loneliness comes, I just I don't know what I actually do. You know, because I sometimes I do have to like talk to myself and be like, okay, girl, like you ain't lonely. You just wish. You... My loneliness probably comes from me not really understanding why I'm at where I'm at as far as being single because of my past. So I guess that's where it comes from. Not necessarily being like, like I said, like I don't entertain anybody. So it's not, and I choose not to entertain people. If I didn't want to be lonely, I entertain the first person that come along. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I've been doing a really good job by just, if I want to go somewhere and do something, I go somewhere and I do it. Yeah. Um, but I've also always been, um, content like by myself 
Yeah. My mom even said that. She was like, when you was two years old, you'd be in a corner playing by yourself. You didn't need no friends. I was like, so that's my, like my personality anyways. I'm always just content yeah. like being by myself. So, but the lonely moments just comes from me not understanding why I don't have what I thought I would have right now. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does. So, what do you do exactly for lonely times? It depends. Kind of like you. Like, mine come in spurts, and they they really don't come as much as they used to come anymore because I really fill my time up with things. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, for instance, like, I love to read. So sometimes I'll read or like sometimes like I'll call somebody and I'll just have a conversation and talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Or sometimes I watch TV or if all else fails, I'll take a nap. Yeah. I don't wake up lonely from my nap. <laughs> take yeah, a nap. Naps are always good. And I just like it's all about what you focus on. Yeah. You get on IG, you see all these couples, you see all these little marriage posts and stuff. And then that's but how they you But they show start. you the highlight reel. That's how you of- get their life they don't show you the fights the arguments you have no idea no idea yeah so that's how you get um in your feelings is when you're looking at what somebody else had yeah i just don't i like when i realize i'm focusing on it i put my focus on something else Mm -hmm. or i take a nap Mm -hmm. but sometimes it'd be like bruh like it's time to take a nap or or i'm be petty this is petty but i ain't the only one so when you see somebody that got somebody and you be like bruh that I know. <laughs> no, can we pause back to when I said I went on my cruise? Um, I can't handstand here. Okay, so I went on a cruise recently, right? And we were on this water taxi. And across from me was this couple, black couple. And the dude, he was just real friendly, just talking to me and my friend that I was sitting next to. His wife, y'all, I kid you not, had a full mustache. A full mustache across her lip from the right to the left. And I was just, and, she, and they just sitting there holding hands and just being affectionate. I said, Lord, what? There's hope for you. <laughs> There's hope. <laughs> this lady got a hope. She wasn't even trying to hide it. I said, maybe he liked that. I don't know. But I was just like, You know, Bruh. people into it like weird So stuff. when you see stuff like that, you be like, bruh. I saw this. this really? Is, this is horrible. There's this, I forgot. There's <laughs> this one quote. I can't remember. It was like a meme. It was like, um, you know, like when women try to watch, watch their way and different things like that. And, like, have you ever watched, like, those people on TLC on the 600-pound line? Yes. They always got a man. They do. And they were like, eat the sandwich, sis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's petty. I'm sorry. But that's not, that's what I, exactly what I mean. When you see somebody be like, really? What what am I doing wrong? But then <laughs> like, again, like, you don't know what they put in their No, you, you don't know, know their life. Because like, I wouldn't want no man feed me hot dogs and he know good and well I'm 2,000 pounds. So. Bye, Eric. <laughs> You don't love me. Well, obviously, you keep asking for the hot dog. He's giving you the hot dog. No. You don't, don't want to get slapped. The boyfriend be skinny or, like, he'll be a regular size. Like, you know, like, usually, like, a bigger fetish. people, like, like little people, they do. They do. It is a fetish. Like, I don't like bigger people because I don't want you to squish me. I'm like, you got to be a certain weight. First of all, okay, this is about to turn into a different <laughs> podcast because I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. No, I'm for real. Like, you ever just looked at somebody and you like say, "Cause you he expect not... you to do the work." First of all, you don't fit my weight requirement. I'm little, little. It's like, excuse my language. Hell no, for me, y'all. No, for real. I know. It's a no. Mm-mm. Like people laugh at me, but like I literally have like a certain physique that I have in my mind, and it's specifically because I'm little. Like I'm actually really little. Oh my gosh. 
and I'm not hell no. Anyway, can we go to the next question? You brought it up, so I don't even know who we at. Okay, um, <laughs> the journey. <laughs> so the journey segment is when we talk about something um, along our journey of building all things melanin, our blog, our brand, things like that. So um, a piece of advice that we want to share is about doing your research with whatever you're building, whatever you're doing. So what's one thing, Shelby, that you know now that you didn't know just by doing your research pertaining to our blog? Um, I would say study when, okay, so I knew, okay, so going into it, we knew what target audience we wanted to market. Yes. But we didn't know necessarily how to market to those people, how they perceived us and all those different things. So one thing that I wish that we had done when we first started off is we did research on our target market, like what they look like, what they like to do, you know, and just more about their habits. Yeah. I feel like that would have been more beneficial towards us because I feel like when we first started we were just kind of posting and putting feelings out there. Like, we were just putting information out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that the market is so, or social media is so saturated with information is that that information doesn't matter if your target audience isn't receiving that information or they're not getting that information. So I would say, in, in regards to research, I would have wanted us to just be, do more research to see what our target market, you know, would have liked. I think that, you know, like, for instance, like, last year around our one-year anniversary, we did a survey, and we just put a survey out there for people to answer just to see what they thought. Luckily, what we wanted to convey, it was being conveyed. Like, I just wish, I guess, we would have done that earlier. Yeah, and it's it's always good to do those surveys yeah. because what you think you're, how you think you're being perceived or how your information is being perceived may not necessarily be how it's actually perceived. Yeah. <laughs> so when you see those surveys and it's anonymous, so people are going to really answer it honestly. Um, lucky for us, we did, it was along the lines that we thought it was going to be along the lines of. Yeah. So, but it's no problem with doing those surveys, maybe periodically quarterly yeah. or however often that you evolve yeah. with your brand but I just think that um at the point that we did it was a good time to do it because we were just now getting some traction yeah because if we did it too early then we wouldn't have enough traction people probably wouldn't it wouldn't be enough people to do consistent yeah. sur consistent survey so that's one thing is definitely do your research of your audience yeah. But also, Google, y'all. It's your best friend. It's your BFF. Like, Listen, we homies. Yes. If you don't know something, you don't know how to do something, Google mm -hmm. it. Or even people that have similar blogs or brands or products that you have, look at what some stuff that they're doing or how they're able to reach the audience or how they're able to engage with their audience. Yeah. Like, do that type of research. There's nothing wrong with looking at other people and do, seeing what they're doing, not saying to bite off them or anything, yeah. but make sure that you kind of, it could spark some different ideas and you could use that for your own yeah. thing. Um, another thing is like me and Shelby kind of have an idea of how we want to sort of turn all things melanin into more like a, uh, a 
a place where people can submit their articles and yeah. write for us and do interviews for us, sort of like a magazine. So there's tons of online magazines, but online magazines, they also make money. So it's like being able to research on how these, how that actually works, how that marketing actually works. Luckily, luckily for me and Shelby, we worked in marketing together, so we kind of know how that works. works. And so um, there's always so many like smallbusiness.com, like those yeah. types of resources, they will tell you how you can actually make money off of those paying per clicks and yeah. doing different affiliate programs where people will pay for you to, depending on how many clicks that they get, things like that. Like you just never know how many resources are out there for you to actually make something off of what you're doing. Yeah. And I would definitely say, like, as you're doing your research, some things that we do is, like, um, especially on our social media pages, like, we follow people that inspire us or that are doing what we want to do. So, kind of like what you said, like, not to take, not to copy what they're doing or to take their sauce, but just to compare and see how we can use it to do what we're going to do. Um, that's one thing I think that we do, like, research-wise. Another thing that I've started to do is, like, on LinkedIn, I follow, like, a lot of different like specific types of people or specific types of industries or businesses because they post articles about what's relevant and trending in digital and blogging and marketing um, and different things like that. And sometimes I'll just like, like hound Erica with things that I find. Another thing that I would say in doing your research, like I don't know if y'all like to do it, but I love to read and I find out a lot of good information that can be applied to what we're doing through reading. Yeah. That's good. So that's what I would definitely say. So do your research. Research, research. <laughs> okay, so moving on to our mentor moment. This is where we um, give our advice or on, based on a question. But this one is kind of different, Shelby. This is somebody that's wanting us to answer this question about ourselves. <laughs> okay. So the question is, Shelby, what would you say about you? Can you go first? Nate? Name is my name Shelby. Name three <laughs> three characteristics about yourself, not what others say about you, but what would you say about yourself? So this it's important to recognize your strengths and value those parts about you. I feel like a lot of times we just we go off of what other people say. Yeah. Like Erica is quiet. Okay, I'm quiet, but that's not a characteristic that I would say about myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do you really want me to go first? Yeah, I do. I don't really I wasn't have, joking. I don't really <laughs> I said Shelby. Okay, I guess my name is Shelby for this episode. So, uh, three characteristics. Uh, I guess number one would be I'm a snack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not one. I am, but I'm not one. Um, that's not one of my characteristics. One of them is I would say I have wisdom. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of have an old soul. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm still young, but I kind of have that old soul in wisdom. And then um, I'm a very kind person. Yeah, you are. I care about people. And it's funny because my mom told me one day she was like, uh, she was like, "Sweet is not what I would would call you." Because I guess somebody I forgot how we got on that subject, but she, I was like, "Mom, you don't think I'm sweet?" She was like, "No, you are not a sweet person." I was like, "I'm not." She was like, no, but I would call you thoughtful. Yeah. So, so I would say thoughtful would be my other one is because I always, I always have this thing where I just put somebody else's feelings before mine. You do. That could be negative and positive, but I would say thoughtful, kind, and wise. 
I would. I would I would agree with all of those. Because like I Erica's one of the few people that I can go to to talk to about anything. Me and Erica can talk about petty stuff all the way to deep stuff that'll make you cry. <laughs> and I think that's a blessing in a friendship because you can't always do that with people. Because right. a lot of people's friendships aren't to that depth or that deep. So I would definitely say that I agree with all three of those um, characteristics with you because they're true. Thanks, Brett. You're welcome. Okay, it's your turn. We don't have nobody else in here, so <laughs> you next. <laughs> um, I would definitely say that um, I'm a lively person. Like, I love to talk. I love to have fun. I love to just not necessarily, like, party, like, go out, but I just love to be around people and have a good time and to make people laugh and make sure people are connected. So I would say I'm a, lo- a lively person that likes to talk. I would definitely say that I'm an inquisitive person. Like, when people come to me or my friends or my family, like, I really try to be in tune with people. Like, you can ask anybody. Like, one of my pet peeves with people is that, like, if we, like, for instance, like, if we go out somewhere or we go to lunch or we go to dinner, like, I make all of my friends, like, turn their phones over. Like, I need you to be in the moment. So I'm the type of person, like, I like to be in the moment. I like to be all in. Like, I want you to feel like I'm, like, into everything that you're saying. I may not understand everything you're saying, but I want to be intuitive to everything you're saying. So I think that I'm a very lively person. I think that I'm an intuitive person. And I think I would say that I'm a very, like, I don't know. You got something. Um, this is challenging. <laughs> it is. I would say, I don't know how to say this characteristic, but I'm a very, like, I guess, I want to say, like, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but knowledgeable person. knowledgeable person. Like, I really do love to learn, and I really am a nerd. Like, I love to, like, read and research and to kind of figure things out. Like, i like, that's the whole point of me going to grad school. Like, I was exhausted, but I loved learning something new. I loved challenging myself. And I think, especially being out of grad school and being out of school, like, I've been trying to find ways to challenge myself. And I think one of the good ways that we've been able to do it is, you know, through our blog and stuff. Because, like, figuring out how to podcast, figuring out how to have guests, figure, just figuring out different things. So, that's yeah. what I would say. I agree. I think this challenge is like really, it's challenging because we don't really sit around and think about that. We always hear what people say about you. Mm -hmm. Like people say, I'm funny or I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty funny, but, um, (laughs) or I'm a snack. And I was just kidding. (laughs) Erica's a snack, y'all. She just said it three times. I'm a meal. She's going to turn into some Cheetos. I'm a meal. Um, no, but seriously, it's it's crazy how you have to think about yourself in that way. Like, yeah. um, it's I remember one time I had to I had this challenge. I think it was at church or something, and they were like having you write down ten things that you liked about yourself. Yeah. Now I always say I like me. I'm cool. I feel like if I wasn't me, I would be friends with me. Me too. So, so, but it was still challenging to actually think of something and write it down. So yeah. that was a good like mentor moment to really see how we thought about ourselves 
I feel like we don't give ourselves credit. We don't. Not to say we perfect, but I say we some bomb ass chicks. Hey, if I wasn't me, I would be friends with me. Me too. Like, I just like I'm real cool. <laughs> um, I text you back. <laughs> I cook every once in a while. <laughs> I cooked Erica dinner today. Well, she did. We had. Well, you tell them what we had. Sure. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me tell the people. Go and t- tell them, Chef Shelby. Um, we had some honey glazed smothered pork chops. Pork chops. <laughs> First of all, pork chops is my favorite food Mine next too. to fried chicken. Listen, and then we had some like cream corn. Yes. Um, and yeah. that was good. That's it. It was very good. I'm like, why do we eat this before we record our podcast? Because I'm the low-key get the itis. <laughs> that reminds me. My parents are coming into town. And so I told, so my dad, just side note, my dad loves fried chicken. And so I was like, dad, like, I can fry you some really good fried chicken. Let me tell you something. If you've never met my dad, <laughs> my dad is the most honest person you would ever meet in your life. And so my mama going to bust it. My mama cooked up and told me, talk about your daddy said, if your fried chicken wasn't good, he was going to put it in his pocket because he didn't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> my mama sat there and cried when she told me that. Talking about, well, if my baby can't cook the chicken, I'm just going to slide in my pocket when she talked about. He's going to go to Popeye's down the street. <laughs> Give him a two But he was serious. But I can fry some chicken just in case y'all were wondering. She can. Anyway. So oh, no. you can cook? You a pasta low-key? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? Listen, I don't know. <laughs> So we're going to leave y'all with words of encouragement. <laughs> so um, this is where we say a Bible verse, and then we're going to leave you guys with a prayer. So do not turn this off. You need to hear this. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this comes from 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 10. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. So I love this verse because I think of it as where you are in life right now is not even the beginning. You can't even imagine what God has for you or even the the desires of your heart. God will take that times 10. So it's very important for us to just have the faith that where we are right now, number one, is not where you're always going to be. If you believe. And number two is that you haven't even seen, you're not even at the tip of the iceberg of where you're supposed to be in your life or what you're going to be doing or how you're going to be in your purpose. So I just really love this verse. And I have to remind myself that like your life is already planned out and you ain't even seen the beginning yet. So people that's envious and jealous of you right now, they ain't even seen. This ain't nothing. This is nothing. What God is about to do for you. Just getting started. Yes. So, do you have anything for that? Pastor Eric, you took us on out. Well, I just thought I would ask the choir. <laughs> so, so, um, so, I do want to leave y'all in prayer. Um, so, bow your head. Close your eyes. Not if you're driving. Jesus might take the wheel, but you might want to keep your eyes anyway. open. So, dear God, we thank you for um, this day. And thank you for allowing us to be able to speak on this podcast and we ask that everyone that has a listening ear that they would just have comfort and they will be comforted in knowing that you have a perfect plan for their life please help them with peace and to calm and be calm about what it is that they're worried about what they have fear about what they have doubt 
about. We ask that you would just give them perfect peace throughout the rest of the week. We ask that your blessings will overflow them and overtake them. And we ask that their, your favor will be upon them and that your angels will always always be around them to protect them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.